This year's donations might go to, say, the geology department. Oh dear, not the dirt people. Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes, really. What kind of activity has turned the lake massive? Look, I'm just a geologist. I like rocks. I love rocks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Geology Flannel Cast. My name is Steve. Hey, everybody. This is Chris. Uh, greetings. This is Jesse. How do you do it to you? Yeah, greetings and salutations. Yeah, Again. How's, how's everyone doing today? Uh, quite strong, I would say today, Chris. Strong. Strong. <laughs> yeah. Feeling, feeling good. 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 I'm, I'm feeling uh, golden, if you will. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Stay golds, pony boy. That's right. We are going to be talking about gold. Ah. <laughs> it's gold in them hills. We're all going to have gold fever by the end of this episode. Yeah. No, not the uh not the mo- the movie uh with pony boy, which is shoot. The outside. The the outsiders. Outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. Which by the way, whoever casted that movie. Yeah, right. Swayze, Emilio Estevez, Tom Cruise. Charlie Sheen. Oh, Charlie Sheen's in that one, too. Uh, yeah. The Karate Kid. Ralph Macchio's in it. Wow. Oh, yeah. He's Pony. He's no, no he's a um, he's not Pony Boy, is he? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the one who runs into the burning building and saves the kid. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Oh, it- if you haven't seen The Outsiders. No, Pony Boy didn't. That was not Pony Boy. It's on Johnny or something, or I don't know. It's been a while, but anyway. you all you all remember so much more than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it was Pony Boy's best friend. Stay gold, Pony Boy. Yeah, he's he's Ralph Macchio is the one that says stay gold, Pony Boy. No, Ralph Macchio dies. Yes, that's stay gold, Pony Pony Boy does not. Okay. Yeah, Ralph Macchio <laughs> dies and says he he's the one that's that with the line. Stay cold. Got it. Boy. Got it. All right. Well, I digress. Uh, no, today we're going to be talking about the uh, first big gold rush of the United States. So before we get started, have any oh, of you boy. guys ever panned for gold? No. Uh, no. Have you? No. I've, no, I have I've, a story. So I uh, panned for other things like garnets. Oh, okay. They're dense. Um, a, a friend of ours, friend of the podcast, Kevin McGinn. Yeah, he's gone out. Uh, he's he's gone out west. He took a road trip with his dad to Pan Gold. I think that, I I don't think they found anything, but no. He said that he said there are like you out to some of the the creeks and whatnot where people actively pan, and there are some people out there with gold fever, like. This is it. Next, next one. It's gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hit the mother load. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like a someone slot machine. Slot machine. Yeah, that's what I was just yeah. gonna say. Yeah, right. You don't want to get up and, and move to go to a different slot machine, and you just want to just keep on. Nope. See this is my just... spot. Yeah, because if I get up and somebody sits down there and then finds that gold, I'm gonna be real mad. That's what happens when I go to Vegas and just chain smoking cigarettes and just you know, Can I'm not moving from that slot smoke machine in Vegas anymore. I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, either way. Uh, yeah. So first big gold rush of the United States. I'm assuming we're talking about the uh, California gold rush of 1849. Wrong coast, my friend. Oh, coast. way off. So not even close. 
the 49ers are just a bunch of baloney? The 49ers were just there. Um, there's nothing original about them. Well, they're 49, uh, 49 years late. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, and that was just also a dig because the Eagles are playing the 49ers this week. I'm not sure when uh, the podcast will be released, but, you know, <laughs> big Eagles fan. Yeah. Go birds. Uh, so 1799, 1800. When are we talking? That's it. 1799, right? So, uh, yeah. well, let's let's place ourselves. Ah, that's going to be a call up to uh, types of mining. Let's place ourselves. Oh. <laughs> ah. Ah. Nice work. Um, so where are we at? North Carolina? We're going to be North Carolina. North Car- Carolina? Carabas County. All right. Listen, oh, gentlemen, I, I consider myself uh, moderately knowledgeable about geology. I've never heard of a gold rush in North Carolina. Well, you're just not where, reading it Where... <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> if you're thinking about like touche, <laughs> you're thinking about like the physiography or the geography of North Carolina, where would you expect gold to be found? You in, want it like you were asking like the geologic setting? Well, no, I'm in my head creeks, because rivers, I, streams, river, I think waterfalls. rock. So I so here's maybe I should I'm leaving this too open-ended i'm really bad at writing <laughs> really bad at writing exams if you can't tell uh so in my head like and i i've known i've known about this I, I didn't know anything about it until we started reading about it for this episode but i knew the first gold rush was in north carolina and blah 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 in my head i was always like oh it's in the mountains right it's in it's in the western part of the state like over near Asheville. you get up into yeah, the, yeah. you start up into the appalachians no, it is not. It is east of Charlotte. In like the so, coastal oh, plain? Piedmont still. Oh, yeah, Piedmont, Piedmont, okay. Piedmont. Piedmont. So yeah, kind of, which sort of still makes sense. a little topography. Yeah, it makes sense because you're in the foothills, so stuff is coming off and, and whatnot. But I don't know, for some reason, I was just like, huh. Like it is smack almost in the middle of the state. Yeah, that is um, that is a little, wait, should I be panning for gold? I live in the Piedmont. That's what I'm thinking. I think we should. I'll show up tomorrow. I'll be wearing like, uh, I don't know, dust. Have you seen some of these people that go out west to like Nevada and, and Utah and they look for these old gold mines and copper mines and whatnot, but they're looking for like um, old jeans? Because like there was a pair, there was a pair of Levi's from that era, like original like Levi Strauss like uh oh. 18 1890s pair of denim jeans that sold for like tens of thousands of dollars <laughs> who needs gold when you got a pair of pants you know i was yeah. watching the show i was watching an episode of pawn stars and they were someone was uh trying to yeah sell some like really old uh levi's like og or levi's jeans they go yeah they go for a lot of money yeah i'm sure i'm sure the i'm sure the the fellows at pawn stars gave them a fair price yeah yeah here's a original pair of 1880s levi's jeans sold for eighty seven thousand dollars wow it was found in a abandoned mine by a denim archaeologist which i'm pretty sure what i'm pretty sure this person made it up as soon as they found the jeans (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. What do you do? I'm a denim archaeologist. Yeah. Ooh, these 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 jeans are a waist 38, length 32. Ooh, right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> uh Jesse, can I borrow eighty seven thousand dollars? <laughs> I need a new pair good. of pants. <laughs> they look nice and distressed. I bet you if we start paying for gold, we can afford those pants. I'll tell you what. So anyhow, we're in the middle of North Carolina. And we're on the farm of John Reed. John Reed's sort of an interesting fella. Um, He was a Hessian. So he was a well, German. He was a hired German soldier by the, the British. So boo, boo this man. Oh, so he was like, like, as in like the Hessians at Washington battled yeah. in, in New Jersey on a, uh, yeah, on Christmas? I, I can't, I, I don't think he was there. Yeah, but he's in with New that Jersey. Group. He, he was, was with, that group. with that group. But so he, um, yeah, so that's, sort of his story so we're booing him at first but then he um he, he, he got he, it in the end <laughs> well i don't know if he did but uh, i mean he he came out on top right well the story the story i have is uh well let me let me just yeah, so yeah. he was a hessian Spoiler alert let's not we'll, we'll, we'll yeah. get there in a little bit but he deserted his post when he was in georgia and he took just took all of his equipment and just he was like, I'm out of here. I've had enough of this. And he kind of settled in, in North Carolina. So uh, and he changed his name to John Reed. So, uh, you know, he he left the bad guys. So. All right. Um, So not only was he a bad guy, but now he's a deserter, too. He's a deserter. And I'm, I think no, he owns slaves, too. Then. Yeah, he's he's bad all around. <laughs> <laughs> but it was his his 12 year old son john no conrad he conrad yeah conrad conrad happened upon a small nugget small small yeah. relative to what relative to what i'm looking for yeah mother <laughs> how small was it <laughs> 17 pounds so Dude, you're talking you like 17 pounds of gold. That's seven. That's like ah, if you sold it today, that's like a softball size gold nugget. Yeah, the, bigger. It's, they, I think it's b- bigger than softball. They, yeah. they used it as a doorstop because they didn't understand yeah. what it was. So it sat there as a doorstop for doorstop. how long? For two several years, years. Three years. For several like years. That. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I forget when they said 1803, maybe. They sold uh, it. 1802. 1802. Yeah. To an unscrupulous person who well, knew what it was. A but jeweler. The, a, the jeweler. Yeah. <laughs> the but story gotta, about how like how he got John to sell it is kind of ridiculous, right? What's how much you want, how much you want for that doorstop? Yeah. You know, yeah, because he noticed John noticed. It, but he sold it, was, it to him for a week's worth of salary. So it was like yeah. Yeah, you know what that week's worth of salary was? Three dollars and fifty cents. Yes. Yeah. Um, that would be equivalent to if you if you uh, according to this, uh, if this is the correct calculation, it's equivalent to of uh, seventy one dollars and fifty eight cents in twenty twenty two money. Yeah, 
But, but what was it actually worth? What's a 17 pound gold nugget worth? So it was estimated at the time to be worth 3,600 bucks, which today is like $90,000. Wow. But uh, gold prices have gone up. That's just the dollar amount with inflation. Mm-hmm. Gold has gone up. A 17 pound nugget today at current gold prices, which are $1,977 an ounce, just in case you're looking to offload some gold, uh, it'd be worth just a hair under half a million dollars. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. We buy gold, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if it's, it's 17 pounds, the, the term nugget doesn't apply anymore. It's got to be like. <laughs> <laughs> like I yeah, think, so, like, like nugget to me, like the first thing I actually think of is like chicken nuggets, right? And like that's it's just yeah, a nugget. A nugget out. means it's a it's a large boulder to the size of a small boulder. A small boulder the size of a large boulder. <laughs> Remember that post from a couple of years ago? Yes. No. What is that? What are you talking? It was about? like uh, there was a landslide out in Colorado, and the sheriff's department sent out a thing, and it was like you know, be advised, blah blah. There's a landslide where a, a small boulder the size of a large boulder is blocking the roadway. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, holy yes. cow. But, but like, think, you got to think like, seriously, that. if you just saw something like that in a, in a creek, could you imagine? You didn't know. Ah, no, they didn't know. They just thought it was like a funny looking rock. I don't I feel like gold is gold, right? Gold gold doesn't lose its luster. It's never dull. It always looks gold looks like gold. It's not like a rough cut diamond. There's always stories about right. like rough cut diamonds which are kind of like milky and opaque before you cut them and yeah, they look and, and sort of like quartz, but there's some horrible stories of people who are like, "Oh, you know, it's it's harder than steel, so let's smash it with a hammer and see if it breaks." Yeah. And like <laughs> and then it uh, shatters and yeah. And then but uh yeah, gold, you know, it doesn't oxidize. You're right. It's it's always golden. I mean, I guess it could have been dirty or whatever, like, but even yeah, still, I don't, it's, it still had to be pretty. Right? I mean, 17 pounds, even if it's like, uh, even it's like, because sometimes you find gold, like, <clears throat> with quartz, you know, uh, attached yeah, to quartz yeah. and one. But even still, 17 pounds, like, that's a, that's a, that's a huge. And what kind of door? Did they need to stop for man? Like who needs a seventeen the, pound door stop? The barn door, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, it had to be so. Gold is extremely dense, right? Yes. Um, it is one of the more the specific dense gravity elements. of pure gold is nineteen point three, um, which uh, which is about nineteen times heavier. So if you have a gallon of water, imagine something nineteen times heavier than that. So a gallon yeah. of water is about eight pounds. So you're talking about a gallon of gold would be almost 160 pounds. So, like, imagine you get a gallon of milk, right, at the grocery store, and that weighing over, you know, if, if you had something that volume of gold, it would be over 100 pounds. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. A 17-pound gold, quote-unquote, nugget would be huh, pretty close to the size of a softball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not just here for my good looks, fellas. <laughs> yeah, you know, every once in a while, blind squirrel finds a nut. You know, I don't <laughs> or a nugget. Ooh. <laughs> all right, all right. I take that back, Steve. Um, I take that back. Probably was baseball to softball size. 
Right. Okay. So the the guy sells this nugget for an unreasonable amount of money, but then he figures like, oh, there might be more here. So what does I he do, do next? I do say this, though. Here's the deal. Whenever you're dealing with you want to sell jewelry to a jeweler, right? You're not going to get the best price, right? No. The, the jeweler they, knows. They have to do it. They have to the take auctions. it, clean it, resell it, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, they know where to sell it. They got all the hookups. So they're not, you, you're never going to get, you know, if you're trying to sell jewelry, you're never going to get like market. You're going to get less than market value if you're trying to, you know. But that get, um, that goes you know. with any sort of trade, like, you know. A faucet might cost 200 bucks, but to have a plumber install it, you know, it's going to cost a lot more. You're paying for that expertise. So when you're selling something to a jeweler, you're paying for their expertise. You're you're hoping you're getting a good price, but. Yeah. I mean, so he had known something was up with this thing, maybe based on the density. I don't know. I I didn't read anything about that, but uh, yeah, it's a heck of a fine. A heck of a fine. Heck of a fine. Yeah. That's something else. Yeah, yeah. You know, we should we should talk about. We probably should have started off with this, but how do gold deposits form? I was just thinking the same thing. Ooh. We're on the same page. You know what? Our thing wasn't outlined. We it was outlined. Outline. It was outlined perfectly in our perfectly formatted outline by the formatting formula. So, thank you to the formatting formula www.formaticformula.com or YouTube forward slash c forward slash formatting formula for awesome word formatting videos um check them out for all of your word document formatting needs uh they can do everything from just helping you figure out headers footers uh title blocks i don't know all all kinds of stuff they can actually customize your toolbar at the top like if you're someone who does something all the time of this that or the other thing they can customize your toolbar for you um they do dissertations uh PhDs, master's thesis, all, all kinds of stuff where you got to embed figures and do this stuff instead of taking days or, you know, hours, weeks, whatever, uh, send them to the formatting formula. They'll, they'll figure it out super, super fast. So formattingformula.com. Make sure you tell them the geology flannel cast sent you. Thank you, Steve. It's almost yeah. like you've done that once or twice before. I have. <laughs> God forbid we get a new sponsor and I have to learn something new. <laughs> We're always open for new sponsors. One can only hope. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, Je- Jesse needs a heater in his basement. He's wearing a sweatshirt. So, I'm, yeah, it's it's, a it's chilly. chilly. It's is cold today up here. Yeah, I, we got a we got a frost down here. It was a yeah. it's, it's yeah, frost it in Georgia. Day. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. It snowed on Tuesday. Yeah, Ooh. driving through the snow and work. How much? So, uh, oh no! It, it's flurries. <laughs> yeah, oh, flurries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flurries. But uh, it uh, it squalled for a bit up here. But yeah, dusting. But the high today was thirty five. I think. Oh, I, I, yeah. I don't even think it was that high. Yeah, it was. It was cold. It was uh, uh twenty when I walked the kids to the bus stop. Yeah, this morning <laughs> we walked to school and the kids were complaining, and it was funny. The one one guy who just moved in and they go to the same school and he's like. So you guys, you guys walk all year, and I was like, "Yeah, you got to toughen these kids up." <laughs> nice. I told the story about how one time we walked to—I was—we walked to school, and it was like a snowstorm. It was like a two-hour delay, but I remember like blowing snow. I'm sure you know it was uphill both ways. That's yeah, sort of, yeah. Thing. of course. But yeah. it was like it was like 
blizzard conditions and we got to school and they're like oh no school's canceled ah. so we had, a, we had a walk home but the walk <laughs> home is much better than the walk there yeah, yeah. So. yeah. oh everybody's <laughs> happier yeah you know, yeah now the winds in your back yeah <laughs> so here's the segue now you know how gold deposits form it's the exact opposite of snow you need yeah. some heat baby you need some yeah. heat hot hot heat yeah, you're gonna start yeah, from so, the very. You're gonna start from the very beginning. Well, Supernova. Oh no! I wasn't oh yeah. Do right. <laughs> you want to start with that? <laughs> we so, gold atoms. So our our star can produce elements all the way up to about iron. Correct. Yeah. 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 And then, and if you need to create anything denser than iron, you need a star to go supernova. Yes. Yeah. Is, for, so that that's why you know from from uh, hydrogen to iron, pretty common, mm-hmm. you know. And then anything after iron gets a little bit more rare. And then obviously the more denser you get, the more rare you get. And and then the crust of the surface of the Earth and blah 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 blah. But yeah, so there you go. That that's that's a terrible butchering of the elements on the periodic table. I that's nucleosynthesis right there in a nutshell. You should like be a physicist, that. Steve. Uh, who says I'm not? <laughs> so, all right, you're gonna tell us. Tell us. I'm on the edge of my seat. On, I'm just gonna stick to Earth. All right, we're not. Yeah, we're, yeah, not no. Back to, yeah, no. We're back, back on 4. Earth. Six billion years ago, and supernovas, and the or, or, sun you know, turning on thirteen point seven eight. But or, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, if you, for the no, 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 the beginning of the universe. Right, it's thirteen. You just had naked nuclei. You didn't even have elements. That's right. But anyway, yeah. Sorry, it's my nickname. Nickname. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Take take us to Earth. Keep us grounded. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and all these distractions here. You mean there's a couple different ways for gold to form, um, but uh, the main thing is you need hot water. Okay. So you can get, you know, some of the hypotheses. You're not actually going to see gold forming because uh, it's going to be it's going to be uh, deep inside the earth or um, associated with magma, right? So, but you get some kind of source, right? And but with it, the the one of the most common things that all all these different ways you need uh, to form gold, the one common denominator is. Um, um, you get this this the circulation of really hot groundwater, right? Um, and uh, your magma can can be the the heat source of this stuff. And when uh, these like uh, these uh, um, yeah, so your your magma is going to heat up the groundwater, and it's under pressure because it's it's deep underground. So you got heat. And you get high pressure, and you can start dissolving minerals in there in that water that normally won't dissolve at the surface. And so you you can actually start dissolving these metals. And so you start getting uh, so the water starts taking this dissolved gold, and it starts moving along, starts migrating, and uh, eventually uh, it starts. It starts moving that moving that gold to another location and starts precipitating out in these hydrothermal veins. Uh, so that's a lot of times 
what you end up seeing is is gold your gold deposits being uh associated or inside quartz veins all part of all, all this stuff from the, these uh these hydrothermal systems so that's that's basically the the you know the main driver of what's uh what's forming gold deposits so if you're looking for gold look for quartz veins so i i so guess perhaps it must be more mobile in the basic well i guess mo- gold's pretty mm-hmm. uh that's a lowish melting temperature, so I guess it's just moving around with the. No, that's pretty high. It's 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 almost two thousand degrees. Is it really? Yeah, Fahrenheit. It's about a thousand degrees Celsius. Um, but it yeah, it's it's usually the mineral rich waters. Um, <clears throat> I I just know quartz is mobile in basic. Uh, yeah. Quartz is more mobile with a lower pH. Yeah, I mean, sorry. Yes, did I did I mess that up? Quartz doesn't. Yes, quartz is more higher mobile. P, higher pH, higher, higher pH. pH. Sorry, higher, higher pH. pH. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, gold. Gold, it is pretty resistant to acid, um, but um, nitric and hydrochloric mixed together, aqua regia will dissolve it so so depending on what your chemical hmm. what the chemical nature of of the i mean the the mineral the hot mineral rich fluids and you're in sort of these volcanic areas um they they can get hot enough to transport and move the gold that's crazy um, yeah and le- like chris said you get them in quartz veins or with quartz veins because the fluids, you know, as they're getting up into cooler parts of the crust, they're going through these fractures or these voids and whatnot. And so they, they precipitate out the quartz at lower temperature and, and uh, the gold as well. So you can get them associated with um, um, igneous rocks initially, like it'll basically like whatever, when the, when the magma cools, you can get, bits of gold within you know whatever within uh the rock and and ultimately that the that really hot groundwater will dissolve that out and take it away you know or you can um uh, you can get it started off with uh in, in metamorphic systems as well so you got you know in those systems you got you know high temperature and, and high pressure as well um and that can also serve to to transport that, that so it's, yeah it's all often like these active plate boundary areas and where you you get especially mountainous areas yeah so i guess the 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 hydrothermal systems just concentrate the gold it kind of picks it up from all over the place all over the area but then it concentrates the gold it starts precipitating out especially once it starts moving closer to the surface of the earth usually you're looking between um like two to five is it miles or kilometers what a miles uh, uh below the surface is where the stuff is uh well that's where it, where it starts to dissolve out so but once it moves closer to the surface of the earth it gets it gets colder and that's where the gold will precipitate out um like i said in, in these in these in these quartz veins so and a the, couple oh sorry no, no well no. i was gonna say so a couple I was going to just get into like the scenarios, what you want to look for if you do want to, if you do want to find gold. But what, what were you going to say? I was going to talk about uh, like the the placer deposits. Like, yeah, yeah. But no, go for yeah, you go for it. Tell me, 
you take me take me gold hunting all right what should i be looking for so first thing if you uh one of the things if depending on um if you're usually within these like metamorphic uh environments you're going to be looking for those quartz veins and one of the one of the best descriptions that i've uh or actually i shouldn't say best but one of the first times i read about this there's a book by mark twain called roughing it <laughs> and uh mark twain was he was he he was living in Nevada for a while. His brother was the governor of the Nevada Territory before it was even a state, and so uh, it's a cool book. He, it's 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 an autobiography about living out in uh, living out in Nevada, and he it's all about you know what what they were doing back in the eighteen hundreds to try to find gold because he was trying to basically he's trying to find you know make a quick buck and try try to get rich, and he he was kind of drawn towards these. Uh, these gold prospectors. And I know we're talking about West coast. Now we need to get back to North Carolina, but um, what they would do is they'd crush up, they'd find these quartz veins and they'd, they'd crush it up. And with uh, mercury or quicksilver, they would basically crush up the crush up the quartz veins. And uh, let's see, the gold would flow. The gold would sink. The gold would sink. The quartz would float. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they'd separate. They they put in the quicksilver and they'd separate it out by density, and then that they would, um, that's how they would collect the the gold. But I mean, you'd have they'd be crushing up like tons and tons of these quartz veins. Quartz veins are really hard and they're really really resistant. It's it's not easy to to you know to to break up a quartz vein. It's really really hard. No, I mean, not. You- in- 1799 or eight early no, 1860 was when samuel clemens was doing it we're wow. talking about mark twain here but um still 1800 or 1860 it's still tough yeah uh i mean even modern day <clears throat> some more um you know less environmentally concerned <laughs> uh miners will even, even less concerned than mercury <laughs> yeah well they, well they'll 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 dig out you know the 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 rock or whatnot and and crush it up the best they can, or in tailings piles, and then they'll just spray it down with the nitric and hydrochloric acid because it'll dissolve out the gold but leave behind the quartz. Oh, that's right. Yeah, collect, yeah. And so they'll you know they'll just openly be spraying this really strong acid on <laughs> you know on these piles out out there it's crazy so if you want to do the environmentally friendly way to uh collect gold uh let mother nature do all the work for you don't don't make your life harder than it has to be go out you find yourself a nice stream uh nearby if you if uh nearby one of these gold veins or in the, with the gold deposits within a quartz vein so Mother Nature's just, you know, she's she's weathering this stuff down over time, and then and the rainwater is gonna gonna take these little gold flakes into the nearby streams or whatever. You look for you look you look for a nice point bar and on a bend of a stream. So you get the, the, the two points of a, a bend of you have the, the cut bank on the outside bend, and on the inside bend, you have a point bar. That's where you're gonna find gold flakes, and that's where you want to pan, you want to kind of dig up on a point bar. Because mother what ends up happening is the gold ends up, <coughs> excuse me, the gold ends up getting deposited on the point bar. Mother Nature sorts it out because gold's very dense. Mother Nature deposits it there and boom. 
just start panning there on the on the point bar. Yeah, you look in the the point bar of the lag where you have the really big stuff settling out because it's so like Chris said it's so dense that it settles out pretty quickly. Um, and so that's why you'll you'll find it it is it is interesting to watch. You know, there's so many of these gold shows on the TV now. Uh, on on, on a, the TV now, <laughs> yeah. Like I just came in from the you know I've been gold mining for fifty years. <laughs> it's on the TV, uh, but it is it is interesting to, to to hear some of these people talk about where they're prospecting. And in my mind, I'm like, oh yeah, you know that's just that's just the lag from the the channel deposit. Mm-hmm. I need a good geologist up there. Get me yeah. on that show. History Channel, if you're watching, I can so be what- a character. What do they call that uh, shallow surface mining of stream beds? That's uh, placer, placer mining. Placer, placer. Love it. Yeah. Um. I well, I always said placer, but it's. I think it's placer. Is the I, right? I thought it was placer. I don't know. I thought it was placer too, but I've I've heard old timers say placer. But again, mm. what do I know? What do um, I know? Whatever you guys say, I'll go with. <laughs> so, actually, I'm looking at this right now. So, gold was produced. I guess that, well, we're talking about the the gold rush, but gold was produced in the Southern Appalachians as early as 1792, and maybe even, and then in Southern California, it might even go back to 1775. Wow! Wow! Let's go back. Yeah. So, but anyways, let's get back to the East Coast. Um, yeah, so the, these farmers would just, they'd plant their crops, they'd farm their farms, and then when their crops were done, they'd start mining for gold. Yeah, it was like a side gig. Right. Like, yeah. it was just like, all right, in the winter, like, what am I going to do? I, I can't grow anything, so I'm just going to look for gold. Yeah, yeah. Like, which blows my mind. Like, And it it was just a lot of, it was these placer, placer deposits, so like, yeah, they're just panning in the creeks. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that seventeen pound nugget gets ends up getting dwarfed by yeah. another nugget they found. Uh was this is this was John Reed. Yeah. John Reed partnered yeah, up with a couple other with the uh, one, two, three other gentlemen. And in eighteen oh three, the next year, this guy's found a twenty eight pound gold nugget. <laughs> it's insane. Lightning strikes twice. Holy smokes. Yeah. So that's when, when they found that 28-pound gold nugget, that's when the news just, you know, really got out there and got all over the, the newspapers in the area, and people began to search for gold on their property. Well, I mean, could you, like, if you think about it, equivalent, like, yes, I understand it was worth, like, 70, the, the first one was worth $71. Well, no, it was uh, worth it was worth thirty six hundred, but he got paid seven. I'm sorry, thirty six hundred. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah paid three dollars. And then all of a sudden, you find one twice as big. Like, if if someone were to say, like, "Hey, man, I found this five thousand dollar rock in my backyard," and he was my neighbor, shoot, yeah, I'm just gonna start looking for five thousand dollar rocks in my yard too. Oh, man, yeah, I'd right. have the back. I'd have the backhoe out there so quick, right? Yeah. Be spraying, spraying hydrochloric acid all over everything. <laughs> Kids don't come out here. So that's the real. That's everybody the eat their tums. 
Yeah. So that's the beginning of the Carolina gold rush. Yeah. Is, uh, so they, one set. Yeah. And they were, I was going to say they, they, it was initially all panning and then they started really going after it. Even John Reed sunk yes. an underground mine and they started using sluicing. So, so sluicing is, is just where you have like, um, you create like a waterway or something yeah, like and you adopt mini waterfalls kind of thing. Too. Yeah. You, you put some baffles or something in it. So the water goes over it. And so as you put dump rocks at one end and just spray it with water and you, you shake it probably a little bit. And that way, if, if the, 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 hen, the dense gold will, will settle out before it makes it to the end of the sluice box. I don't know if you ever seen modern day sluicing. They use a lot of carpet remnants oh, because the, the carpet kind of like, you know, it has all those fibers and stuff. So the gold gets stuck in the carpet and then they actually like slop the carpet over upside down and like <laughs> it's just spits out gold. That's it is. It is crazy. Yeah. So the um, reason that they, they started going over to the mines is basically because they exhausted all the placer deposits. It's like they dug it all up. Well, yeah, Mother Nature has done done her thing for the last, you know, 300 million years. And then it took humans about, what, five years <laughs> to exhaust that? The, the tw- no, no, no. Class, uh, classic they, story. They had, a good seven, they had a good 18 years. 18 okay. years. Yeah. Uh, by the 1820s. Yeah, three, 300 million down to 18. And but then, I mean, yeah. They they produced so much gold at one point, like the the government opened a, a mint in charlotte to 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 mint this gold coins using this gold that operated uh, essentially until the start of the civil war in 1861 oh. and then they shut it down because north carolina seceded but uh so yeah so but before that they they really they started figuring out like oh we can just uh we can just start following these quartz veins. We found the gold in the quartz veins. So um, so that's what they started doing in Montgomery County, North Carolina. Um, and uh, I wonder how many Montgomery counties there are. I think there's a lot. I, mean, I think right? it's a, who was common. Montgomery? I don't know. I feel like that's that, that's a good question. I live in Montgomery County. Yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell you who this Montgomery fellow was, but probably some English landlord of some, some variety. <laughs> probably carry on Chris. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no it was, uh, over in England in, uh, in Cornwall, Cornwall, Cornwall England, right? There's all these copper mines and basically they run out of the, they, they exhaust all the copper over there. And people start immigrating over to America to start jumping on the North Carolina bandwagon. And uh, so they, they kind of knew how the whole mining thing worked and just added a whole other level of ec- expertise um, onto the whole uh, onto the whole system or, you know, what's going on. They started teaching the, 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 uh, the Carolina people, you know, what they should be doing. So... Also, you know, uh, the 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 gold mining in this uh, in this time, when, once they were getting into the mines, it was like it was pretty pretty dangerous. It wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, you know 
No, no OSHA in 1830s. <laughs> no, no OSHA. No, um, and also they had uh, they had slave labor working on these gold mines as well in uh, in the Carolinas. So they had uh, um, they didn't have headlamps. You had a candle attached to attached to like you, you know attached to your head or some kind of hat or something like that, and they had candles all down within the uh, within the mines. So, um, must have been must have been interesting when the candles burn out or whatever. In fact, you know what? I know I heard of a story at the uh, years ago. I was at the the Franklin the Franklinite mine in Franklin, New Jersey, and I forget if I told this on the podcast or not, but I'll, I'll tell it again. We're doing the tour. It's where uh, Franklinite's is. Uh, uh, it's one of those minerals that uh, it, uh, if you put a black light on there, it, it it glows, right? So, it's only found in Franklin, New Jersey, but. Anyways, I um, was talking to the person doing the tour guide of this mine. He used to work there when it was an active mine. And he um, said one day when he was younger, he was going down the mine in the, in the mine cart, right? And uh, something happened where he stuck his head up too high or something. Boom. He clipped some kind of like, you know, wooden support beam or something or so. Boom. Smacks himself in the head. Gets knocked out of the out of the the mine cart. The mine cart keeps on, you know, going down, and he he's got a concussion. He's knocked out, and uh, so smashed his uh, smashed his headlamp, and uh, he came to pitch black. Can't see anything down there, and he said what he had to do is he he had the sense to crawl around until he found the. Uh, the rail for the for the mine car and he had to follow crawl on his you know on his hands and knees following that rail until he got out of them out of the uh out of the mine shaft in pitch black concussed i'm shocked he didn't lose his head <laughs> right <laughs> break his neck or something yeah yeah right yeah wow so mines are not a uh not exactly a uh you know, safe place to work. Um, I've been, so. I've been saying that for years. Yeah. <laughs> so so uh, I, I did read on, you know, and this is, uh, Wikipedia. So, but over 25,000 or sorry, 2,500 ounces of gold from this region was deposited in the mint by 1824. Yeah. That's what what did you say? How much what it was an ounce right now? Uh nineteen seventy-seven. Yeah. What's so five, five million bucks. So just say so nineteen so just say like two thousand bucks an ounce. Did you, oh wait, did you say twenty five thousand? Twenty five hundred. Oh yeah. Nineteen that's about five thousand bucks. Five no, million no. bucks. No. No. So two thousand dollars an ounce times twenty five hundred. It's five million. Five million bucks. You are a smart, smart man, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just goes to show you how much five million dollars is. Man, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Imagine if you had it in gold. Gold. 
Hmm. I feel like I could carry in a backpack. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a little tough, but yeah. How what is uh how many pounds is that? Um, twenty five ounces divided by sixteen. Let's see, twenty five hundred divided by sixteen, hundred and fifty six and a quarter. Yeah. Well, it depends if it's a troy ounce or not. Ah, yeah. oh, well, but you, you, yeah, it, it's about way. the same. Yeah, I can about... carry it in a backpack. <laughs> you are strong. You are strong 150, man. Hundred fifty pounds. That's a good point. Uh, uh, that's that's uh, like three uh, bags of cement. Yeah. That's how the way it'd be, it'd be tough, but I could do it. You know what's funny? That doesn't really seem like that much. Doesn't seem like that much gold. Like it's only five million bucks. Yeah, I feel like that's two or three uh nuggets I mean, by what's his name? <laughs> John yeah, Reed. That's, that's that's a quarter of it. Yeah. <laughs> Most of that came from John Reed. Yeah. That's only the stuff that made it up to Philly, though. Yes, yes. That's true. not this. That's not also. That's also not. No, Charlotte. The stuff the Charlotte Mint. Well, yeah. no, a lot of that went to the Philly Mint. Oh, oh, yeah, because the Charlotte Mint didn't open until the 1830s. Yeah, this was up, up until 1824. 2,500 ounces went to Philly Mint. Yeah. Okay. Take, take so that money. The 20s. That's when they were just, just using up all the placer deposits. They didn't even go to the mining yet at that point. They're just. Just they just got done right? the easy stuff. Yeah, that's that, it's a five million bucks of easy gold. So I I do have a question for you. This is in North Carolina. Why there? Why? Why? Why not all up and down the Piedmont? It's a good question. I mean, maybe it was never discovered yet. Get your shovel. Um, I did have a professor in college who said that there was a there's probably gold in the bricks in the building in Philadelphia because they were made from old clay that wasn't mined for gold. And I always yeah. thought that was baloney, but I mean, I, yeah, I wonder if like there's something to the erosion, the story about like where the rivers flow and, and how things have broken down or eroded over time where things get carried and so on. And I mean, I feel like with gold too, some of it's just luck of the draw where the hydrothermal fluids yeah, yeah. are. Yeah. The source, you know? Yeah. Um, see that part. I'm trying to think of it just kind of geologically. Um, you do get some igneous deposits, uh, or some stuff that started off as igneous deposits along the, uh, North Carolina. Jeez, you get like a. You know what? I wonder if it's related to the Taconic Orogeny. It wasn't like the. Where did no, the Taconic Orogeny was further up north, right? That's that was, yeah, yeah. New, new England, New York. Yeah, yeah. Never mind then. Um. Uh, what was? Yeah, the the south. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what what's going to be more profitable for us: us researching this and figuring out where the next gold deposit oh, sure is going to be, or sure it's been researched before. Should we start researching oh. like Spanish galleons and where they sank, and we'll we'll do that? Yeah, no, I've got all the answers, but I'm not going to share it on the air. This is well, that's yeah, true. That's naturally. that's what we say for the Patreon extra. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, if we're you going to be on a next... Patreon. Check us out on Patreon.com/slash Geology Flannelcast. 
then we'll make it rich. <laughs> well, actually, so I cannot make alert, that claim. If you want to, if you want, if you like this topic, you want to learn more. We got, we got ourselves another topic. Move it over to the the, the Patreon. This gold rush kind of spills over into Georgia a little bit. It's gold everywhere. Yeah, it's I, not just oh not my just stars. I was I was actually looking at like some of the major gold rushes through the through the 19th century and it is funny how they sort of the, there's you're never not without a sort of a gold rush like when one sort of peters out there's a strike elsewhere and that goes on and then there's oh, a strike yeah out yeah there. so then it goes in georgia it goes from the i'll say this for the patreon but but right yeah. after that then it goes over to california california uh, fun fact gold in your soil makes your peaches taste better uh someone told me this this year there's no peaches grown in georgia it it there was a huge uh frost it, frost. it was so, it was something that really hurt the peaches in georgia well didn't year. you weren't you the one who told me there's more peaches grown in south carolina than yes. georgia yeah 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 georgia's not the peach capital <laughs> not no more well there's more grapes grown per acre in erie pennsylvania than there is in Napa Valley. So, hmm. oh, that's, that eerie that's, wine. that's per acre. And that eerie wine is called Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm not sure if I'd love it. Hooch. I'll drink it, but it's, yep. it's more of a drinking wine than a savoring wine. Yeah. I don't even know if it's barely a drinking wine. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get some angry letters from the from the the winemakers the vinters of of erie county northeast pennsylvania yeah yeah northwest Will it wine? I don't well know. they it's the town of northeast because it's north and east oh, of right, erie pennsylvania right, right. yeah it's a weird thing <laughs> got me yeah there's a town of called northeast yeah that's in the yeah. northwest it's because yeah, it's north border. and east of erie because it's like up that little slanty thing Okay, okay. So it's sort of like the town of Jersey Shore in central Pennsylvania. Yeah. There's a what? I did not know yeah. about this. Oh yeah. It's yeah, it's like I think it's in Center County or it's in it's right or maybe it's Juniata. It's somewhere out there. Oh. Yeah, Jersey Jersey Shore. I think it has to do with the landowner who lived on the Juniata River and his side was that was the Jersey Shore. The Jersey, yeah. I think he had Jersey cows maybe or something um, that pastured on that side of the river. Uh, yeah. So it's... fun fact, I was a bit of a bowler in my youth. Yeah. And uh, if you ever threw a bowling ball, instead of hitting the pocket on your, your right side, if you're right-handed, it hits the pocket on the left side. You call that a Jersey because oh. it hit on the other side. Oh, Huh, the other side of the river. Yep. The Jersey Shore. So you used to call that a jersey. If you got a if you got a strike on the other side of the pocket, it was called a jersey. Huh. I did not All know right. that. Yeah, and I think if you're from New York, they called it a Brooklyn. Because <laughs> it was wow, from so the other regional. side of the river. The regional uh, uh, regional bowling dialect. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. I think that uh it just about wraps it up with the uh yeah, once you get the bowling anecdotes, that's pretty much the end of the line. That's that's usually <laughs> a sign. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
Well, there you go. I think that just about wraps it up with uh, the Carolina Gold Rush. So there you go. The the first major gold rush of the United States. I learned a lot today. Yeah, yeah. Which Um, is pretty typical. I'm going to use the skills. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to try to do some uh, some gold panning. Stuff isn't too far from uh, from where. Well, I live. when was the last rush? That should that should be our next podcast. When was the last gold rush? The last one ever. What about the stuff up in like Alaska and Yukon? Right. Yeah, watch it on the History Channel right now. Right, but that I, that's the thing. Like you just kept saying, Jesse. Like that there is no last rush. They just keep finding a new one. And if the History Channel's taught me anything, it's true. They just keep going <laughs> other places and finding more. So crazy. Yeah. What was the story? Columbus, when he came over, he wanted the the natives to find gold for him. Or tell him where the gold was. Tell where the, and they, there was no gold. And then yeah. he was like like torturing them and cutting off hands and stuff like that, saying, like, if you don't come back with gold, I'm cutting off your hands and like wasn't a very pleasant situation. Wait, way to bring it down, Chris. Yeah, I don't Ooh, know. No, I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that note. Oh, uh, <laughs> oof, sorry. Um, thanks so much for listening to the Geology Flannel Cast. And uh check out geologyflannelcast.com. We got fun merch stuff up on there. And uh yeah, you know what? Uh, for Christmas, if you get a flannel cast mug, it does make your uh, Christmas treats taste twenty percent better. So, oh, I mean, I, I, if you fill up that flannel cast mug with milk and you dunk cookies in there, you have cookies and milk with that. It's going to make your cookies taste phenomenal. And if you put your milk out in the flannel cast mug for Santa, you get twenty percent more presents. I heard that too. I heard that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, or. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. So, <laughs> all right. So it's geologyflannelcast.com. Uh, check us out on patreon.com slash geologyflannelcast. Um, if you want to help out the podcast, I uh, appreciate all the people that have helped out the podcast. Yeah. And thanks to our patrons who listen right now. Yeah. And, um, yeah, uh, that's that social media stuff. Yeah. We're out there. Um, <laughs> We're we're not very active, but we will be. <laughs> yeah, we're, sure. So, all right, everyone. Thanks so much for uh, for stopping by. We're gonna move over to the Patreon now. Talk about the Georgia side of the of the gold rush. So, if you want to check that out, go to patreon.com. You can you can uh, find it there. So, all right. Thanks so much. We'll uh, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. stop. Oh, wait a minute. We this is, uh, this is we like the forgot. this is like the extra material at the end of an album or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> if there's you stayed on this long, there's three people still listening. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I can't believe we forgot the most important part of the podcast. Jesse. What song you got, buddy? What song you taking us out with? So, so there, there's a lot of songs about gold, actually. Um, but there's two that stuck out in my mind, but I've got to go with the one that's sort of been playing in my head. And it's uh, Kanye West Gold Digger. Oh! <laughs> you know what? Every time 
I'm impressed with every, every time I'm impressed with your song. Yeah. There's a few times where I was like, oh, I was thinking this or I was thinking that, that I like it. Yeah. You know, I got stuck in my head right now is the the theme, the James Bond theme song from Goldfinger. Ah, good one. Goldfinger. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. All right. See you later. Till the next one. Bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping. Bye.